0: you're listening to bni the australian story podcast brought to you by bni australia australia's largest business referral organization For more information, how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lees Amato and Brent Edwards.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to BNI, The Australian Story. This is episode number 79. I'm here in the glorious overcast but sometimes sunny morning can potentially here in Victoria with our co-host and executive director of Melbourne South, Mr Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent.
0: Hi, V. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us again today.
1: It's, uh, it's going to be a great day. I don't know how everyone else is feeling. It's the start of the week. I feel like lots of great things are happening. We've got all of our BNI meetings back to full swing. Um, I know people are starting to bring visitors to the meetings and I personally feel really excited about our growth for 2022. So Brent, how's the growth in your area going and across Australia, how are we feeling about that now?
0: Well, as we record, we're coming off a pretty busy couple of weeks with International Networking Week. Uh, B and I are now uh, celebrating their uh, 37th year in business, wow. and there's been lots of uh, regional events for awards, which we've uh, we've had our own last week, and um, and they we did a national speed working, uh, sorry, speed networking event. Uh, with Australia, which I believe went down really well also. So, um, yeah, those sorts of uh, events around International Networking Week, it's always hard work for uh, for us in this part of the world because people are getting back from Christmas holidays when we're organising all this. But um, it seems like everyone's sort of hit the ground running. And the big question is, uh, how are you? Because you've been – we haven't recorded for a couple of weeks because uh, you were caught with the dreaded uh, sea <laughs> –
1: <laughs> I was wondering actually if you were going to bring that up because I know that we've been trying not to talk about um, the coro, the rona, the coronavirus, the virus, whatever nickname everyone's given to it. Look, I'm okay. I just think like anything, you just need to rest things through. And from what I've been hearing from a lot of people is um, if you run down, or you're not looking after yourself, then you're going to cop it a bit worse than other people. But I was really lucky. I was able to isolate at home. We still got, I got work done. I was able to uh, do Zoom meetings, catch up with clients, uh, you know, so I just think we just need to get back as as much as we can get back to whatever the new normal is and just keep moving forward. And just hopefully if you get it, you, uh, you don't get it too bad and you can just get on with it.
0: Yeah, great. Good to see you back and good to see you healthy again. So, um, we've got a uh, special guest on today, as we normally do. And we're going up to uh, Sydney's northern suburbs, I believe Louise is based. And we're talking to Louise Booth today from Hudson Digital. And she's a member of BNI Presidential. And I believe you're in uh, Wendy Lloyd Curley's uh, region, Louise. So, welcome to BNI, the Australian Story podcast.
2: Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So
0: Louise, you're a bit of a newbie to B&I. How long have you been in?
2: Yeah, at, uh, 1st of September was my join date.
0: Wow. So you've, uh, you're on the podcast already. So congratulations. A lot of people have been in for uh, 10 years and haven't got on. So uh, <laughs> that's great. And uh, what category do you represent in your chapter,
2: Louise? So I'm the marketing strategy agency in the chapter.
0: Okay. And your B-I chapter is B I Presidential. So where do we find them? What day do they meet? What time?
2: Yep. So we meet in at the Kirribilli Club on a Friday morning.
0: Friday morning. And it's a uh, it's a it's a breakfast 7
2: a.m. Uh 6:40, I think. We yeah, we start Six at 40. five to seven. And wow. uh yeah, it's just we really get the weekend started. It's great. Love it. And
0: how did you find us? uh, in September last
2: year? I, well, I was running my business on my own. I had a remote team, but I was feeling like I'd really like to meet some other business owners. So I did a search online and I found BNI and I went to a few different chapters and then I fell in love with presidential.
0: Well, fantastic. So you actually shopped around a little bit in your area.
2: Well, I had, uh, funnily enough, when I found out about it, I found out that other clients that I had were in BNI. So then, when I went to meet them, they invited me to their chapters, and that's how I um, ended up trying a few different ones, I guess.
0: So, so they didn't think to invite you in the first place until you actually, oh, you've you've been to BNI. Oh, I'll invite you along now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
2: miss
1: out on a visitor as well. You miss out on if you don't tell people you're in BNI. You miss out on a potential visitor, and it always gets yeah. under my skin. I think that's someone that I could have invited. If I had just mentioned to them about this great community that I'm part of.
0: So, um, what what was the fit with BNI Presidential? What what was the uh, thing that was the catalyst that made you want to be a part of this organisation in that particular chapter?
2: Well, I had been struggling with finding good people to partner with for my clients. Being that I do strategy, I do need a support team, people that do web design or graphic design, photographers, videographers. And I've been let down by quite a few different people. So I was really looking for quality um, support team. And so when I went to that uh, chapter and I met some of the team there and I spoke to them, I thought, wow, they're a really good fit. So I'd already started referring my clients to them before I joined the chapter.
0: Wow. And and this is something that, yeah, some of our teams they probably need to, to realise is not everyone looks for a B&I group for the, for the referrals in the business. Mm. A lot of things is for that support network to help service their clients, service the people around them and uh, good quality people to actually act, act as that support network as such because, you know, uh, especially if we're, uh, we're, we're in, the, uh, in a small business, um, we don't have that support network, you know, ready-made around us like you would in a, in a corporation as such. So, um, you yeah, leveraging off those uh, people in the group is really key there as well. So um, now you've really leveraged B&I over uh, summer by uh, connecting with other people, and you've really hit the ground running. Like over the summer you've actually Uh, caught up doing one-to-ones with people from around Australia and around the world so tell us a little bit about that because you know this is being in this particular organization for five months you're already starting to uh, do things and leverage it where people who have been here for five years haven't even done.
2: Yeah so obviously we had that period in January where we weren't doing the meetings so I used the website to find BNIs around Australia and around the world. And I connected with them on LinkedIn. And I can't tell you the overwhelming response I had from people on LinkedIn. So happy to connect. They were like, we must do a one-to-one or if you need any support, or if there's anything I can do to help you just reach out. We need the people that I've never met before. And it's just been fantastic. So I did quite a lot of one-to-ones with people from different countries, um, all different kinds of job roles, different kinds of chapters. I met a guy that's in a chapter in the Midwest in the U.S. where there's 90 members. So it was really great to hear from him about that experience. It was It's just been fantastic.
0: And what else did you sort of learn from, uh, from getting around to all those people and doing those one-to-ones? And just for people out of the blue who you'd never met and they've, you know, did they just welcome you as a BNI? Oh, I'm in BNI. Yeah, I'd be happy to talk to you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we did the one-to-one. It was just like doing the one-to-ones that we do within our own chapter, learn about their business, what they're looking to achieve. Um, they, some of them invited me to attend their BNI because some of them are still on Zoom in the US. And I said, well, 2am, I may not be able to make that one, but <laughs> with the time difference, but uh, they were just really interested in what I was doing and looking at how they could support me with my business. And it, yeah, it was fantastic.
0: So, how are those relationships working going forward? Now you've uh, now you've done those sort of things. What sort of come to fruition out of that?
2: Yep. So I met this uh, guy who's a business coach, and he's actually started his own marketing agency. And what his agency does is very different for me. So there's already a synergy for us to work together, which is amazing. And there's an there was another gentleman that helps people to start their own ministries and build leadership within communities as an opportunity for me to support him with training for his leaders, just like unpaid, just as a voluntary opportunity for me to help support his initiative in the US, which is fantastic. But I think the other thing is that even within our own BNI, we can connect with the BNI members and visitors on LinkedIn, on Facebook. We can continue to Um, be sharing advice and, you know, our skills through social media. It's such a great way to keep the connection going outside of the regular meetings.
1: When you're doing that, Louise, are you going into your LinkedIn? Are you going into the search bar and putting BNI and seeing who comes up? Or are you just putting a post on saying, hi, I'm a BNI member in Sydney, Australia, and I'd love to reach out and and have one-to-ones with people all over the world?
2: Well, I go on, uh, I think it's the BNI Connect website And then I look for different types of job roles of people in different states or different countries, and then I just look at a few names and then I search for them in LinkedIn and then I just send them a LinkedIn connection request and say, you know, I'm in BNI as well, I'd love to connect. And a a lot of them then accept and we have a chat on LinkedIn um, or we jump on a Zoom.
1: It's really important, isn't it, and I think for our members to be listening that it's not a one-pronged approach for anything in marketing or networking, because you're obviously going into BNI Connect, which is fantastic. What a great tool that we've got in BNI there. But then you're also going onto LinkedIn and having a look at that person's profile. So if you haven't got your BNI profile up to date and you're not on any of those social platforms, what are you missing out on?
2: Well, that's so true. But also I've done a lot of referrals through Facebook where in a Facebook group someone said they were looking for a certain type of person and because I'm connected to that BNI member on Facebook, I can just tag them in that post and then that's a great way to do referrals. So that's why it's really good to be connected to your even within your own chapter, the other BNI members, so that you can help with referrals on social media. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I think the key here is with contacting people through something like LinkedIn is a BNI connection because um, you know you get um, you get a hounded sorry with a uh, with a lot of um, connection requests and re- requests for different things and if someone sees as a BNI you mentioned the BNI connection hey I'm in BNI you're in BNI let's catch up it, it breaks through the uh, breaks the ice so to speak to start with. And uh, and that's a really great, really positive, um, positive, way to actually connect with those people, you know, through just saying we're in B and I and B and I members are usually open to connect with someone through B and I. Whether it was if it was a cold call and you didn't have that connection, it might be a little bit different. I know it probably would be for me.
1: Yeah. I think it's fantastic, actually. And I've I've been, I've actually had people um, reaching out to me from LinkedIn, just saying, uh, you know, I'm looking, I'm a photographer and I saw that you were a celebrant. I'd love to catch up. And they were in Adelaide and I was in Victoria. And I just love it. I love how we can all be in completely separate places, but we're all part of the exact same community.
2: Yeah, it really does feel like a community. Even with someone on the other side of the world, they're just so open to connecting and you know they're going to be you know, a good quality connection because they're in BNI.
0: Now um, you specialize in personal branding for uh, coaches, consultants, and service providers. What are some of the tips you might be able to give some of our listeners in that sort of realm, um, helping them succeed in that area?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I think everyone's really focused very well on their personal brand at the BNI meeting when they give their 40 seconds. They've really thought about what they want to say. Some people are offering tips and advice, and some people are really clearly articulating their offering. They just need to take that and put it online and make sure that their LinkedIn profile really clearly articulates what they do and how they're different. And also be sharing some of these tips and um, expertise on LinkedIn through videos or posts, because I feel like People do it so well in the BNI meeting, and they just need to do that on social media to the, to a broader following than just within their group. So being um, really clearly articulate how you're different and build out that LinkedIn profile, share your expertise, share links to your website, share your contact details in your about section so people actually know how to get hold of you and put out really good quality content on a regular basis, sharing your expertise and make it really personal. Share your stories, um, You know, mistakes, things that you've done that really make it unique to you.
0: So really consistency across all your platforms and not just actually talking about your, uh, your story at BNI, but continue that, on, uh, that message on through the different platforms you work through.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the things with BNI is that consistency, that we're there every week, and we, we're talking about our business, we need to have that same consistency on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. We need to be consistently visible on there, otherwise people will forget about you. So um, it's that visibility, it's consistency and making it really personal to you.
0: I like it. I like it. Which we're probably um, getting along to, what would probably be your best tip for a member to achieve success? And, and take it you've, you've, you've really embraced this. Uh, system and this organisation over five months, it's absolutely um, absolutely amazing uh, to, to hear from someone just so, so young in their b journey that they've actually taken the initiative and just leveraged the, the possibilities of connecting. And b had a used to have a motto, we don't use it as much anymore as local business global network. And you've actually been able to uh, to run with that and actually, you know, leverage the connections. And, you know, a lot of people ask me, like I got asked the other day, and I'm sorry, I, I'm I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here, but it's probably good information. know, I got asked the other day by a long term member, "Oh, where can I connect with other people around the BNI world?" And I said, "Well, there's groups on B&I Connect. There's uh, there's groups on BNI Business Builder. Just get in there and 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 put put the feelers out and connect and get yourself known and and utilize the tools. And you know, we may have a toolbox where with five drawers in it, and people are only using one drawer of tools, you know. And you know, and maybe they might get into the second drawer and use a bit more. But you've got five drawers of tools you can actually use there, and the resources are there. And sometimes our members get so sort of wrapped up in what they're doing, they forget about the resources and everything that they've got, you know, at their fingertips. And our members now, and and Louise, you've only been with us since uh, you know 2021. Uh, but, you know, 10 years ago, we, we didn't have all these resources, as many resources as we do now. Uh, 20 years ago, we had nothing. We had maybe one drawer in the toolbox, one, one, uh, one drawer toolbox as well. So um, when, when we're talking about using the tools, you know, being really consistent there is the key and... You know there are those different options we can use, and those different things our members have access to and can use. So, what would be uh, your best tip for a uh, for a for a member in BNI to actually uh, to actually make BNI success?
2: Uh, obviously, coming from a place of service, I think we're all in that culture. Like I'm, I'm connecting with people because I want to know about their business and want to see how I can support them. But um, definitely blending the offline with the online. So everyone in your in your chapter, add them on LinkedIn and Facebook, every visitor that comes through, other chapters that you visit, just add them all on LinkedIn and think about how you could grow your network through BNI greater than just your own group to, yeah, to reach more people, to connect with more like-minded business owners and for the opportunities that that will bring.
0: And you've offered the sub for those some of those other people as well, haven't you?
2: Yeah, I've been. A, I've been a, I will definitely do one of the US ones as a sub because I'm really excited to get the experience of what, how a US BNI is run. But also, when you go overseas on holiday, you could offer to visit another chapter. I think that's quite an exciting opportunity, too.
0: That, that is, <laughs> I've done that myself. Yeah, in a couple of countries. Sorry, V.
2: I just can't
1: wait to do that. That's actually, you know, we saw the bucket list guy the other day at our awards breakfast. And, and I was thinking, one of the things I would love to do is go to Italy. I'm also a friend, knows that I'm married to an Italian. I'm not Italian myself, but I've got this fantasy about going to Italy and going to an Italian BI meeting. I'll have no idea what they're saying, but I know there'll be food. There will be food at that meeting. And I know that there will (laughs) be passion and lots of hands moving around. And I know exactly how the meeting's going to run. So even if I can't understand what they're saying, I know exactly what they're doing. And I just find that so incredibly exciting. I'm going to be welcomed by strangers into this community that I'm a part of just because I'm also another BNI member.
0: Yeah, you're a wannabe and I think.
1: Oh, bad! I'm, <laughs> I just, you know, I just, I don't want to be a BNI person. I just, <laughs> I just love that concept of being part of something bigger. I absolutely love it. And I, and Louise, you know, you are. I'm, I'm watching. Um, obviously, we can watch on the podcast, but everyone will be hearing your voice. It's so nice to hear someone who's embracing the system. And understanding the connectivity potential within BNI, because we are not alone in business. When you're in BNI, and the fact that you can reach out globally and locally, and that you're actually helping others to do the same, I just think is fantastic. And I'm so glad that we've been able to share your message on the podcast today.
0: You know, you're talking about um, going to overseas meetings. I, I've been to a US chapter years ago, and US chapter is just like an Australian chapter with worse coffee. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> But uh, I have been to a German uh, BNI meeting where it was uh, and mostly German speaking, which was uh, which was interesting. But there was a few English people who spoke English there, uh, and I went to a meeting in uh, in Stuttgart and just outside Stuttgart uh, a couple of years ago before the uh, international conference in Poland, and. Uh, fantastic, fantastic experience. Great meeting. The people there absolutely loved it because there was a, you know, there was a person who did B&I from the other side of the world there uh, as a part of their meeting. And Doctor Ivan Meister always said the same thing: no matter what language, um, you always knew where you were in the agenda. Because yeah. you, you know the B and I meeting, and uh, and yeah, it was a lot of fun and and a great laugh. And I think the chapter had a really good laugh that day, and uh, and it was. It was absolutely awesome. Really enjoyed it. Uh, middle of winter in Germany, which is uh, which is a bit of a uh, which which is a bit cold for a seven a.m. But uh, otherwise, it was uh, it was absolutely excellent. So um, it's been great having you on today, Louise. Um, can you please give your uh, business a plug and uh, where people might be able to find you, and maybe they might want to do another one-to-one with you.
2: Yeah, well, I'm always open to one-to-ones for anyone that wants to do that. So uh, yeah, Hudson Digital, we specialize in personal branding and uh, brand strategy for businesses. Uh, we're based in Sydney and we work with businesses of all sizes, um, helping them to grow and build their brand. Awesome. And what's your website? It's gohudsondigital.com.
0: Fantastic, Louise. Thank you for being on BNI, the Australian Story podcast and uh, sharing the story about doing international and Australia-wide one-to-ones during that break. And and usually during that January when a couple of weeks when we're not actually meeting, uh, great opportunity because um, the rest of the world doesn't take summer holidays at that time like Australia does virtually. And um, like in the US, they, they take one week off and for Christmas, and then they're back, I think. But uh, you are able to connect through those people and uh, and make use of the time, and all the best for the remainder of your BI journey and the way you're actually doing. I think it will be a long one. So uh, thank you very much, Louise.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Brent, what a fantastic, fresh, um, perspective to be an eye. I, I just love it. You know, we have people that join because they, you know, obviously we always say people join for the business and they stay for the relationships. But um, Louise is someone who is obviously understands the potential of uh, the system and what it can do and how easy it can be for businesses to reach out to be able to network.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and, you know, u- utilizing the tools. Um, that are available, as I said in the interview, which, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, we may have a five-draw tool chest. A lot of people only use one draw. Yeah.
1: You know, I think or, it's maybe, a great, or
0: maybe two. Yeah, it's so a great there's, there's plenty of options there. So, um, yeah, awesome.
1: I just wanted to, um, I've been having a, a real think of late as to why some people have a great. BNI experience and some people feel that they can't make that first year. And we talk a lot about that retention is best with members who make their first year and they understand the value of the commitment and they start finding their own groove in BNI. And there's a question popped up into my head and I wanted to ask you today, what if BNI was not there tomorrow for you in business? And I think part of a lot of issues for members is that they take B&I for granted, it's always there every week, the tools are always there online, I've got my membership, I'm never going to leave the chapter. And I'm just wondering what would BNI and i be, what would life be like for someone in business who's a member if they weren't sure that B&I was going to be there tomorrow? How much differently would they utilise the five drawers in the toolbox?
0: Yeah, well, you probably go back to doing um, some traditional and non specific forms of marketing, so to speak. So, um, you'd probably go to, uh, you know, if you want to do networking, you'd be stuck with Chamber of Commerce mixes with everyone trying to sell to you. Uh, you'd probably be doing, uh, doing, you know, um, marketing in different ways uh, to try and do that. And, you know, <laughs> the great thing about what we do in BNI is, is a marketing. Is very effective on how we do it compared to other marketing. Like you might do, uh, you might do marketing out there, and and yeah, you know, it might be you know you might get five or ten percent return effectiveness from it. Whereas in B and I, for what you do, it's very it's a very effective use of your time, and you'd probably just be going back to old sort of. Old sort of marketing and old sort of networking ways without it. Without it, it's a yeah, it's a convoluted sort of uh, response. But um, yeah, that's how I imagine it'd probably be uh, without it. And you know, truth be known, you know, I've you know, I've been doing this system for over twenty two years. It's uh, yeah, it's I don't know. I, don't, I couldn't imagine uh, life without it anymore. You know, it's been.
1: I feel the same way. i I like
0: to say it's half my life. It's a little bit less. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't give away ages on the podcast, but I, I feel the same way. And I think sometimes as members we sit in the room and we think, you know, I won't listen to a podcast this week because next week I'll catch up or I won't do a one-to-one this week because so I'll just do two next week. And I think what we need to do in business is really take this opportunity that B&I is giving us. Every single week, don't take it for granted that it's going to be there next week because our business relies on us using the system today. Um, And I think Louise was a fantastic reminder to us as someone who comes in and just takes it with both hands and is not taking it for granted. They're actually really appreciating it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really disappointing sometimes when you don't see people just embracing and using the tools and the system. And um, you think sometimes, well, you know, you've, you've wasted a huge opportunity and to, to, to get your business where it needs to be. And you know, some people just squander that opportunity and uh, and do take it for granted. Sometimes people get really a lot of referrals at the start of their journey and they think, oh, this is really easy and that's where they might take it for granted. Where other people in different industries really have to work the system and and work it through to get what they need out of it and I think they're the ones that actually appreciate it more. And when it starts to actually tick over, and then they know what to do, um, what to do to keep in, keep on bringing in those referrals as well. So, yeah, sometimes people can get a lot easy and sort of take it for granted. So, um, you're right in that respect, anyway.
1: So, what is your tip for the week to finish off our podcast?
0: Well, a lot of people are starting the year um, this year, and I'm going to take something from our uh, from our presenter at our regional awards. Uh, Breakfast We had, uh, last week and, um, you know, just before we get onto that, you know, great event for your regions. If they're holding a regional awards, go along. We've run 13 of them now. Uh, I think it was our 13th one, uh, this year. Uh, it was fantastic event. Members really loved it. They got together. They got to meet with people. They got to see there's a world of B&I, um, Outside of their chapter, which Louise has explained here today, by doing one-to-ones with other people, like a lot of people, B&I starts and ends in their uh, in the walls of their chapter, but uh, they got to meet some other people outside of there. Got to see that there's you now there's really successful people within there, and but I'd digress on that. My tip for this week is uh, from our presenter, and he mentioned something I thought was really interesting, and when people are setting goals uh, for the year ahead. He mentioned, a, and I looked this up and he was right with the actual tip. He said you are 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. So out of everything, the fact that you're just actually writing them down makes you 42% more likely to actually, to actually reach the goals. So, um, and, you know, what that does is it actually drives you to be more focused, more clear on what you want to accomplish and helps you actually motivate you to actually take the steps to actually achieve them. So, um, yeah, if you've got goals for this year, write them down. You're 42% more likely to achieve them if you do.
1: And that's a great great piece of advice for our leadership teams too that are coming in for the next, uh, next, I think, March 1st our new leadership changeover is, write yeah. down a goal for the chapter. Yeah, for um, so sure. That we, you know, we could all get on board with that. Thanks so much to our um, wonderful and very lovely and brightly dressed um, guest today, Louise, all the way from Sydney. Thank you, Steve, our podcast producer, for ensuring everything ran smoothly. And Brent, another great podcast. I always learn something every week being on the same podcast as you. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next time.